You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello, everybody. Hola, amigos. Happy almost New Year's. Yep. This is the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. I'm Ethan. My name's Derry. And as Bob the Tomato says, do we have a show for you? <laughs> We talk about the gray areas in Christianity that we don't usually talk about in the church. Yeah, the, the, the questions or the thoughts that maybe you have or people you know have that mm-hmm. you feel like when you went to church you struggled with or you didn't want to open up about. Yep. And we are going to face those head on to yep. bring a, to create a space where people can feel okay with their questions yeah. and a place where they can have their questions uh, taken seriously and, mm-hmm. and validated and answered in a way that's uplifting and, and godly and bringing value. So that's what we're here to do. That's what we believe God has called this ministry to. Mm-hmm. And specifically today, we are talking about what to do mm-hmm. in your life when you just simply don't really feel like following Jesus. Yeah. You, know, you don't really feel, you don't, maybe not, aren't like super chipper right now mm-hmm. about being a Christian or following God or living a godly life. Mm-hmm. What do you do in those moments when you have like no motivation or yeah. no desire to follow God? Right. So we kind of created this show, like we talked about at the beginning, for people who have hard questions, right? People who have had no outlet in the church to talk about like the hard things, like why do I exist, right? All these hard questions, does God exist? Why does he allow evil? Um, Why do I feel this way? And what does the Bible Mm -hmm. say about it, right? And why does the Bible say this about this topic? Um, We created it to talk about those hard questions because growing up, most of our like good friends stopped believing in God, right? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, I know most of my good friends growing up have stopped believing in God because of questions like this. Um, but even more on a, a broad scale, I think a lot of them stopped following the faith um, because they didn't feel like it anymore. Like, I think the question that they had for God wasn't necessarily the driving factor that had them follow. I know it was for some of them, but I know for a lot of them, they just had more of a uh, less of an intellectual quandary with who God is and more of an emotional quandary, right? Mm-hmm. And that emotional question wasn't answered for them or that like emotional state wasn't answered for them. And so that's why they walked away. And so a lot in this show, we've covered like just broad and specific answers to um, broad and specific questions that people have had that have ca- caused them to fall away. Um, but we haven't really addressed like what if you have all of those answers, right? And you still don't feel like following God or you still don't, um, or like say you do follow God, but like you just are so like in so much emotional turmoil, you don't want to follow him anymore or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, more in, in uh, conjecture with like, you believe you have all your answers, you just don't feel like it anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, do you know anyone who's had that experience in their lives? Um, I haven't had people tell me that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have never had a friend who, like, told me, you know, I just don't feel like being a Christian, so I'm not going to do it. But I've seen people I used to look up to mm-hmm. stop being Christian. Mm-hmm. And they, like, were, like, uh, I guess role models in the youth group, two years older than mm-hmm. me. So as a kid, I thought, these guys are the cool guys. And then now they're not walking with Jesus at all. Right. Um, some people, for intellectual reasoning, they looked at different things and they thought it didn't make sense. And mm-hmm. so they went their own way. Other people were just like... Yeah, I don't, I don't care. They just, like, right. they don't want to. I think I do know some people. They've ne- Although, like I said, they never told me. But I think I could uh, I could figure out, like, they're not following God right now simply because they don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they just, yeah. they don't want right. to. Right. A lot of times it is just an emotional, I don't want to, right? It's 
It can be for a lot of different reasons. I would say I have feelings all the time that are for different reasons about why I do or don't want to follow Christ. Um, but a lot of people, it can be parting or they feel a certain way about themselves and the Bible doesn't uh, like validate that feeling. And so mm-hmm. they want to fall, they want to like walk away because that feeling in them isn't validated, right? Living yeah. according to your feelings. And it's a hard time because God has given us feelings for a reason. And we feel a lot of different ways for reasons, sometimes good reasons, sometimes bad reasons, right? Yeah. Um, but a lot of times it's not addressed like very well. And so we want to talk about like the way to address it correctly, right? Um, from like a loving place. Because a lot of people have gone through this. I know um, I've had friends that have been sincere Christians before and just sort of stopped following the Lord. They still they still would say they believe in him, but with their actions, they're not. And it was very, very obvious from the very beginning that it was just like purely an emotional thing. Like hmm. they felt a certain way and they, the Bible didn't validate that um, that feeling, and so they kept following that feeling, and in action left the faith, but yeah. in word are still following God. Like they still say that they're Christians, but um, their lifestyle doesn't say that right. they worship Christ at all. You know, yeah. it's obvious they don't have that intimacy with the Lord, um, where they know Him intimately. Right? Yeah. Um, that comes from reading the Word and from talking to Him and knowing Him. Right? Um, and so it's a hard place because it can be for so many different reasons um, that you you'll have this kind of emotional turmoil and fall away. Um, is there anything you want to say before we kind of get into that a little more? Um, just before we were starting the show, I was thinking about like biblical examples that we have for this. Cause mm-hmm. you know, people in the Bible faced very similar things that we face today. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why it's super good to read the Bible because like there's nothing new under the sun with humanity. Mm-hmm. Like we all, every human faces all the same problems, not yeah. all the same problems, but generation after generations, the problems that humanity faced don't change. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people might think in America, like a lot of conservative Christians or whatnot will look and see like the rise of homosexuality and think mm-hmm. like, oh no, this is a huge problem. We got to do something about it. And it's like, well, I mean, it's not something that the Bible's unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. right? And we don't have to be shy away from it. It's like in Roman culture, homosexuality was running rampant and that's when the church started you know the church started mm-hmm. amidst things like that or there was like or maybe people were like the rise of drugs in, in, the, in the culture is a problem we need to address it but it's like mm-hmm. people were doing a lot of other drug th- related things in hundreds of thousands of years ago you mm-hmm. know and so it's not like that's another comforting thing it's like these emotional problems that people come across mm-hmm. of like oh what if I don't want, I don't want to follow Jesus or whatnot or I have mm-hmm. this feeling the Bible's not validating it it's nothing new that God is like shocked by. Yeah. It's nothing that the Bible can't answer to. Right. And so we can we can take comfort knowing that there are ways to understand this issue, mm-hmm. um, and and they might not be things that we necessarily want to hear in mm-hmm. our emotions. You know, being emotional creatures that humans are, we like to be validated in our opinions, mm-hmm. and anything that doesn't validate us, we think we don't like. And mm-hmm. so I would say, um, even coming to this problem of like, oh, I don't feel like following Jesus for various whatever reasons, I would say you should probably set rules for yourself to say like, I will be humble enough to receive the truth, mm-hmm. even if I don't like it. And I think it's good yeah. when you face like tough challenges like that to even set rules for yourself no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I think about three years ago, I started going through this um, deconstruction phase mm-hmm. of my faith where I was like, man, I'm going to like throw away a lot of things I was taught and just start with like the Bible and new different sects of teaching and see where I land. Mm. But I knew, I made a decision before I did it. I said, Ethan, we are committed to loving Jesus and God through this. We are committed that Jesus is the son of God and we are committed. And I'm, I talk to myself in forms of we, like I'm like uh-huh. looking in like 
I'm not Gollum. I'm not insane. But yeah. This is how I internal process. So I was like, look, I'm gonna. I'm co- we gonna. need this. <laughs> so I'm committed to following God no matter what, and no matter where I land, I will not sway on certain aspects of what I believe. Right? Jesus is God. Jesus is mm-hmm. King. So whatever He says, I obey, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when you're going to or people are going to dive into these emotional mm-hmm. things they have, they need to set rules like say, hey, no matter what happens, I'm going to receive the truth even if I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. more often than not, as, as humans who need sanctification and need to be changed from the inside out, we will be upset when we encounter mm-hmm. the truth because we want to be validated in what we want, but because the heart is deceitful above all else, most often what we want is not lining up with biblical truth. Right? Yeah, and so we need to be humble enough to say, look, I'm going to deny myself like Jesus calls me to. I'm going to put my heart and my emotions as like open-handed and allow God to change them if he wants. Mm-hmm. And I'm, but I'm not going to stay, I'm not going to sway from the reality that God is real and I love him. And I'm going to follow him and I'm committed to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then once you start with that basis of like figuring out what you're committed to doing, then you can answer all these, or you can go into all those questions and mm-hmm. as like vulnerable as they may be, or as like, unknowing of where you'll end up afterwards as long as you're committed to like loving God and obeying him Mm -hmm. then I think you're in good condition to move forward yeah so let's talk about like some of those problems and I think before we dive into the exact uh, like examples of some of the problems we can talk about the basis of sort of where those problems come from and so I would say before you like say you yourself are feeling like you don't want to believe in God anymore, right? Mm-hmm. You know that God exists, like you know all these things, your questions have been answered intellectually, um, but you just have this feeling like, I don't want to believe for some reason. I say the first thing that you have to do is you have to find out like why you have that feeling, right? Yeah. Because Maybe you we, try to track where that feeling first started. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have feelings for no reason, right? God gave us feelings as reactions to tell us if something is like really right or really wrong with us, right? Mm-hmm. So if we don't, if we have like a reason or if we have a feeling for some reason about like why we don't want to believe in God, we can track it down. Whether it be um, God as a father figure and our father figure wasn't like what it should have been and maybe was abusive or something like that, like sexually abused someone or sexually abused you and now like you can't see God as a father and that's like one of the main um, parts about seeing God as a God as a father. Mm-hmm. And, and now like I just can't see that and in what I believe and I can't reconcile that and so I have this feeling I don't want to be a Christian because like the father figure is something that's repulsive to me right so now I've gone from I was emotionally like don't want to believe in God and now I necessarily know why because like this is the reason why I didn't want to didn't want to follow God or what didn't feel like I wanted to follow God because of this thing that happened to me right and there's lots of different reasons like just fatherlessness or even just um, a lack of parenting is definitely one of them abuse can be one of them um there's there's many many different reasons why Mm -hmm. like problems you see that maybe like our world says are bad but the bible doesn't say are bad or even things about says are bad the world doesn't say is bad can definitely be a reason too um but before like we get into those reasons you have to find out what is the reason for yourself if you're struggling with this or when you do struggle with this um that you're having this like emotional reaction because it's easy to just sit in the emotion and feel a certain way about it whether it be sad or angry um or unjustified or something like that whatever feeling you're feeling um towards god or towards christianity or whatever it is if you were hurt by the church right like Mm -hmm. you can feel all these feelings but you have to figure out you have to sit down and say okay it's important me to know 
um, what I believe and why I believe it. And if I'm having a feeling that's going against what I believe, um, intellectually why I exist and what I think the reason for the universe is, I have to figure out like and get to the bottom of why I'm feeling this way, right? And so you have to be intellectually honest with yourself and uh, do yourself justice in figuring out what that thing is before you can even like start the process of, of healing or um, trying to sift through that emotion exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you want to say on that point before we go into some of the uh, examples? Um, not too much to add. I do think like the... I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that. Um, <laughs> there are little kids running around outside. <laughs> very... Other kids, they're being, they're playing, yeah. having a good time. It's all right. It's a, yeah, not a big deal. But if you hear that, that's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think that intellectualism is a good foundation of where to start. Like, okay, you know, God intellectually mm-hmm. exists. I think if you're, if you can commit to that reality, like, okay, I know mm-hmm. God exists, and I believe it's the God of the Bible, then you're already in a good place to yeah. to start mm-hmm. going into those questions. Right. Exactly. So. Let's start off with some questions, right? Okay. So let's say... Hit me. Let's say we could start off with um, you have a problem with something the Bible says that doesn't line up with how you feel about something, right? So let's right. say you are um, attracted to someone of the same sex and you want to be in a relationship with that person, but the Bible's pretty clear that um, that can't happen, right? That yeah. you shouldn't have a homosexual relationship with someone. That you can be attracted to someone that's not a sin, right? We all have attractions, but that... Um, the act of um, of that would be the sin, right? right? And so you read the Bible, and that's not lining up with how you feel inside, right? And that's like that's a very strong feeling. That's something that our culture says is your identity, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe you've worked on taking your identity out of that, but like you still feel this like intense draw and like wanting to be with somebody, right? Yeah. Um, what would you say? And if you don't have anything to say, that's fine. I right. can I can jump in. Um, but do you have anything to say for like someone who's struggling with? Um, with that like they they see the bible they know that god is real and all these things but they don't want to follow him or they would rather not follow him they'd rather push him aside and ignore him in their mind so that their own feelings can be uh validified right um well just to be really raw and honest like i don't just to warn you guys probably won't like my answer um Mm -hmm. i would probably if i was having a conversation with someone and they they were explaining this to me i'd probably tell them like I i wouldn't tell them but i would remind them um, like, hey, do you remember that, like, Jesus calls everyone to die to themselves? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you got in this thing, when you got became a Christian, the call that God put on your life was, mm-hmm. like, deny yourself and repent and follow me. Mm-hmm. And the idea of denying yourself, of dying to yourself, um, mm-hmm. is all throughout the New Testament and the Bible. It's this idea of laying aside your desires and mm-hmm. your wants and, and everything you want for the sake of glorifying God. Right, mm-hmm. and this is not something that just people in the LGBTQ community struggle with. It's people mm-hmm. like straight people struggle with this. Who like I have yeah. desires like I really want to I'm, like, or not necessarily as much as anymore. But when I was first following Jesus, I was like, oh, but I really want to hit this girl up, and I know right. I, could, I know I could hit her up real quick. Right. And but it's like, no, Ethan, that's not right. Or my friends are like, hey, you want to go smoke? I'm like, I know. Like one time, a, a girl that I had a crush on for a long time, and like. Mm-hmm wanted to be with like and as the world was, is concerned I wanted to have I wanted to like sleep with her when I was in high school I had like just became a Christian mm-hmm. and then she hit me up and she's like yo do you want to smoke together and I knew you know everyone knows what that means right and I was like I remember thinking like 
Ethan, we cannot do this. Like we are committed to Christ now. Like, mm-hmm. We're not, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I told her, I told her no. I was like, I, I, I stopped smoking. I was like, but we can still like hang out if you want. She didn't want to hang out. After yeah. <laughs> but because I wanted to be kind and respectful. Right. But I would just remind them of the commitment they made when they first became Christian. Of mm-hmm. you are called to deny yourself and follow Jesus in a way that is like yes, your life is a sacrifice. And I was right before we started. I was I was thinking about this and the idea of not wanting to follow Jesus or coming mm-hmm. to this emotional uh, dilemma where you're like, I don't know if I can follow Jesus. Um, I want to remind Christians going through that to re- read the book of Hebrews. And I just want to encourage you guys with what Paul or probably Paul, maybe Silas, we don't know who wrote Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever wrote Hebrews, um, Silas could be, doesn't matter. Um, encourage the, the church who he was addressing. This church had been a church for like... 30 years about, a mm-hmm. couple decades, and they were being persecuted by the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and they were just at this place where, like, man, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. and, and what they're thinking is, I don't know if following Jesus is worth my life. I'm losing everything. Mm-hmm. I'm losing land. I'm losing my family. My friends are being killed. Like, mm-hmm. everything around, and I'm being, like, persecuted everywhere I go. It's harder, like, civilly being a Christian. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, they're so, like, just trudging along through the drudgery of being a persecuted Christian in, in mm-hmm. Rome. And and the writer says, consider, it says in Romans 12, it says, um, it talks about remember Jesus, and it says, consider him who endured such hostility from sinners, so you will not grow weary in, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot in following Jesus. Because this whole church was like, I'm about to turn my back on Jesus and just submit to and going back to being a Jew because it was easier for my life. Emotionally, it was easier. Physically, it was easier. Civilly, it was easier. It's too hard being a Christian. I'm not doing it. It's not helping me. I'm going to go back to being a Jew. Right. And what Paul, or what the author is arguing is like, don't do this. One, because he says, one, if you do this, there's, you, like, you're just, you can't follow Jesus again. Like mm-hmm. Romans 6 says, like, those who have tasted, uh, not Romans 6, sorry, Hebrews 6 talks about those who have tasted of the goodness of God mm-hmm. and then go and reject him. Have, it says there's now there's no room mm. for repentance again because they've crucified again the Son of God. Yeah, and that's not talking about like uh, you backslide and then you make a mistake and you repent. That's not saying you're unre- you can't be saved if you backslide. That's not what right, that's right. going through. Because I I backslid for a bit. Right. That's saying like a conscious decision of like God, I know who you are. I don't care. This mm. is not worth it. Mm. You know that's and that's a big problem. And so I'd say like steer clear of that. But also, like, there's some war- application there that, that we get where it says, consider him, consider Jesus, hmm. who endured such hostility from sinners. The hostility he, en- he endured was getting murdered, you mm-hmm. know, getting tortured, getting mocked, getting made fun of. And he didn't want to do that, you know, but it says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising mm-hmm. the shame, sat down on the right hand, and it's, a, and it's all in Hebrews 12. But it says, consider him who endured such hostility, so you won't grow weary. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you're gro- going through a season where you're like, I just don't know if this is worth it, man. Like I have all these emotions I want. Like I would just remind them, like consider Jesus. Remember mm. who you serve. Remember Jesus. If you have to turn your phone off, can't go, like call off work, like take the day off of school, whatever mm-hmm. you got to do, and like get alone. Maybe go on a walk in nature with no technology. And yeah. It's kind of winter for some people. Maybe listening, you can't really do that. But whatever you can do to get alone, and then just think, think about God mm. and consider means to make to think before making a decision right so think about this thing before and really think about what you're doing like are you turning your back on god because it's just getting too hard because jesus didn't turn his back on you when he was hanging on the cross and he sent his spirit into you 
to sanctify you and to make it and his grace is available so you can keep going. Right? He didn't just save you and then say, oh, you're on your own to follow me. The Bible also, in Hebrews as well, it also says, like, boldly approach the throne of grace to receive mercy. Hmm. Right? And so you can boldly approach God to receive mercy and grace to carry on when it's hard. Hmm. And so you don't just reject Jesus or stop following Jesus because it's getting too hard. That's not, a, that's not an excuse that Christians have where it's just too hard to follow mm-hmm. him. Like, Jesus went as hard as any of us or went through with the hard, most hardship any of us will ever Absolutely. go through. Yeah. And not just for no reason. It's so he can help you and me when we mm-hmm. go through hardship, mm-hmm. right? And so I would just have them, I would really try to remind them like, hey, remember what Jesus went through for your salvation. Mm-hmm. I think you're capable through God's grace to see this season out because it's if it's an emotional thing emotions don't last you know yeah. emotions change all the time emotions are fickle they're not to be trusted mm-hmm. at least on my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know like this won't last it might take years mm-hmm. but it won't last it might be a hard couple years of just feeling this way but there is hope at the end of the season where you just continually like kind of like grit your teeth and get gritty and say, I'm not going to give up on Jesus no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep following him and he is going to see me through. Because that's a promise. You know, he sent the Holy Spirit to be a comforter. He's given his spirit to us so we can exercise faith in him and yeah. live a godly life. Yeah. You're not alone in this, you know. Like mm-hmm. God is with you, able to help you through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to add to that, um, one thing I'll come back to, I'll say, um, is that it's okay to feel and it's okay to have feelings. Yeah. And then secondly, I want to say that... Um, the Bible also says that we don't have a high priest that can't sympathize with things that we're going through. That's also right? Hebrews. Did you know that? Yeah. So yeah. God can sympathize with everything you're going through, all the feelings that you have. Like God has also felt those things. There's, there's no one who's ever been um, as um, rejected by the Father as the Son. Right? Yeah. And that, a, that's yeah. what the, the cross was. So if you've ever felt rejected or you've ever felt alone or you're feeling like these feelings, like you don't want to follow God anymore for whatever reason, like God has felt those feelings before and he can sympathize with you and what you're feeling. Um, and then... And if, I was going to say, if you're also being drawn away by temptation, you know, maybe it's like, like we were talking about the homosexuality mm-hmm. thing. You're like, oh man, I'm really, like the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way and yet did not sin. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he's dealt with with whatever you're being tempted with and right. he's conquered it and so I would say like rely on him and also like there's this aspect in the New Testament where G- this guy um, is talking to Jesus about being healed and, he, and mm-hmm. Jesus said do you have faith and he's like I have faith but help my unbelief mm-hmm. yeah. you know I've had times where I've been like really praying I'm like God like I know you're good mm-hmm. I know that this is not that what I'm going through is not from you necessarily or like whatever's happening I know it's not of you but I don't believe it and I would like actually like recite that in my prayers and say that God help my unbelief mm-hmm. and I would be so raw of, like praying for God like God help my unbelief man like I don't yeah, good. I don't believe you right now like I know I should and touch you but like it's not in my heart like help yeah. my unbelief yeah. and he's seen me through that and I've come out on top because of his grace yeah so going back to the, the thing I said at the beginning of it's okay to feel. You have to be able to say, like, I have these feelings. I'm not going to ignore them, right? I'm feeling them for a reason. They're not just a lie, and they're not just, like, a, something I'm feeling for no reason. Like, your, your body is trying to tell you something about you, what you believe, right? Yeah. And so you need to find out what that thing is that you believe, and then you need to, like, one, be okay with feeling what you're feeling. But once you've felt that, go to what's important, right? For myself, if I'm ever doubting, like, what I believe or um, – feeling a certain way or my feelings aren't lining up with scripture or something like that i always go back to god has to exist based off of like what i've uh 
come to a conclusion of, of all of the research I've done, God has to exist. And I think that that's the God of the Bible. And if the God of the Bible exists, that means that he loves me and that he's looking out for me. And that's like the most important thing, right? If, if those things are standard, if, the, if there's a standard of there is a God and that that God does care for me, then all these feelings that I'm feeling here on earth, like I can deal with them now because I know that that absolute baseline will always stay the same, that there is a God and that he loves me. Um, and that he has um, me in his mind and he's thinking about mm-hmm. me, right? He's not going to abandon me. He's not going to leave me alone. He's always chasing after me even when I'm bad to him and I, and I fall away from him, right? And I sin blatantly, mm-hmm. right? He's always there for me and always with me and always there ready to accept me with open arms when I do fail. So you always have to go back to those things. Remember what's important. If you're feeling like you're going to fall away or you don't want to believe in God anymore, you have to remember what's important. And then you have to be okay with feeling what you're feeling. And then you have to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling and then attack that thing. Like understand why you're feeling what you're feeling and then reconcile it, bring it to the Lord and really talk to him about it, right? Because he understands it and he wants to work um, with you through that thing that you're feeling, Mm -hmm. right? Because he doesn't want you to stop believing in him. He loves you and he wants to have communion with you, right? That's like the most important thing to him. That's why he came and died for you. It's very important for him. And so he wants you to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And he wants you to get to the bottom of it. And there's, of course, there's tons of different ways that um, that you can do that and lots of different reasons why you'd be feeling certain ways. And there's too many many that we could like talk about every example. Um, But like those are the most important things. You have to be okay with feeling what you're feeling, but not stay in that place know what's important, and then go to the heart of the issue and try to figure it out with the yeah. Lord. Yeah, I think all in all, what we're basically saying is, like, don't be passive in, mm-hmm. your, in, in your relationship with Jesus. You know, like, mm-hmm. your relationship with Jesus, and, like, this is, like, whole rule of life, basically, like, you can't be passive with life and hope you're going to be successful one day. You know? Right. People who are successful in life are successful because they put in the work and it paid off. You know, you can't be passive in your relationship with God and expect to be the yeah. best Christian out there, you know, like, you have to get aggressive in dealing with like, no, I love God and I'm going to follow him. And like, there's a spiritual like grit and determination and aggression that is needed, I would say. Yeah, even maybe, a clinging, like yeah. clinging to the Lord. Yeah, like, like, like yeah, the picture of clinging is like, like determined to not let go no mm. matter what, like, you know. Mm. And so it's that picture that we're supposed to follow, like we're clinging to Christ Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard it gets, we're like the harder life pulls, the harder our grip gets on Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, the harder our doubts, our doubts close in on us, the harder we're squeezing on the God because mm-hmm. we know that He's the only thing that's constant in this life. We yeah. know that this life is a blip. Yep. Now you're here for eighty years, and then you're done. And for the rest of eternity, this eighty years determined where what your reality is. Yeah. You know, and like in ten thousand years, when you're in the presence of God, you're gonna be so thankful that you didn't mm-hmm. turn your back on Him, but you instead held on. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Yep. So, well, just be encouraged with that. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you ever have any questions or you're struggling with something that you can't reconcile and you want help and you want some advice or you just want someone to talk to, we're always here for you. Reach out on Instagram, Things Are Here in Church Podcast or Pod. Um, DM us. We'd love to talk to you. Um, we'd love, yeah. we can call you, text you, whatever. Um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok, on uh, Patreon on Anchor, uh, in the sky, YouTube as well. When the planes fly over and draw things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. So we love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a great New Year's, and we'll see you next year. Be safe. Adios.